0: and I mean since twenty twenty and the pandemic and everything the pandemic is still here so it's not like that has changed but we have gotten a change in uh administration in this uh country and um so that just kind of changed the dynamics and the narrative and I wanna say a little vibe how things are flowing but nothing is like seriously drastically changed we're still in this pandemic but I just wanted to uh come on and and talk with you all briefly and quickly while I take my commute and we're gonna talk about mindfulness meditation and mental health and I'm just gonna touch bases on things that I have experienced, whether it was with myself or with a loved one or a close friend, and just things that we overlook with ourselves and other people who are definitely experiencing some form of mental health. Uh, So before, you know me, before we get started with everything, you know, I like to do the mindfulness side of it which is a brief breathing exercise that i like to implement in my shows to get everybody like relaxed and calm and get their vibration balanced and level so we're gonna do that and i if if this is your first time tuning in you can just follow you know my guide of what is to be done so let's get started the first thing I want you to do is I want you to breathe through your nose and when you breathe through your nose you're going to push the oxygen in your pit of your stomach and you're going to push that out you're not going to suck your stomach in when you're breathing in which is something that we're normally doing when we're breathing which is the wrong way to breathe So, what I mean is, you're going to breathe oxygen through your nose, and when you breathe it through your nose, you're going to push your stomach out, and you're going to hold your breath for five counts. That's five seconds, and when you count down to five seconds, you're going to exhale the oxygen out of your stomach. You're going to help exhale it out of your through your mouth, of course, and you're going to hold your mouth your lips like you're blowing a whistle so that you can exhale all of the oxygen out. So it's no count on when you're releasing the oxygen. So you're going to inhale, hold your breath for five seconds, five, four, three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth like you're blowing a whistle, but you're going to exhale very slow and you'll feel your heart rate. Slow down, you'll feel like your head is relaxing, you know, your body is relaxing. You'll feel that. So, we're going to do that three times. The first time starts now. Breathe through your nose, hold your breath five, four, three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth until your stomach is empty. One more time, breathe through your nose. Hold your breath. Five, four, three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth slowly until your stomach is empty. And the last time, breathe through your nose. Inhale through your nose. Hold your breath. Five, four, three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth slowly as if you're blowing a whistle all right i normally play you know um you know like uh some high frequency music but i just wanted to do it without the music right now just for those that are tuning in for the very first time just know when you do come on the show that's basically how i get the show started so the next time you come on we'll uh get it as a matter of fact what i'll do i will do we'll close the show with another breathing exercise and we'll we'll do um we'll do it with the music so that way you all can i can close the show out with some calmness and some rejuvenation how about that so let's get right into the show quickly um because i am commuting and i don't want to get to my uh my location before my show ends I wanted to talk about, today is Wednesday, so I normally post on my Instagram, which is of course Sunny Morrison, and I always have a day that I speak on a certain topic. So, on Wednesdays, I speak about mental health, mindfulness, and meditation. So, you probably ask yourself, what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is know, your thought process and keeping your mind away from negative thoughts and keeping your mind focused and also doing things that is going to keep you in a positive state. And when I say doing things, I am speaking about um, certain hobbies or activities or downtime that you would do to keep your mind focused. Our mind is like a computer and it's rambling and it's going like 99 miles an hour because we are now living in a different time where everything that we do is like now, now, now. You know, you have social media, you have all of these different apps and you have everything that's just done virtually and digitally. So we get so focused and caught up in to doing all of these things our mind never have time to like take a break you know so you have to be mindfulness to your mind your brain to give it a time out and we definitely need to take time out for the brain and a lot of us don't think that our brain is needed for time out and you have your body exercise you have your diet exercise like you have a diet plan when i say exercise i mean like a diet plan you have a financial plan you have a um you know health plan all of that but we also need to implement a mind plan a mind brain plan a brain exercise so i can give you like maybe two or three uh different ideas on mind exercises one You can unplug yourself from social media maybe once or twice a day, once or twice a week. So that's no... It's like fasting. So it's no social media maybe two days out the week. So you can either do it consecutive days like a Monday, Tuesday, or say the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. No social media at all. And then Monday you can get back into what it is that you have going on. Because I do know that a lot of us run our business on social media so we have to constantly be on there or we're doing podcasts such as myself and so we have to constantly be on there so that we can provide the content to our listeners but there is a uh, time for us to take a break so you have to unplug so that you can recharge and then reconnect so that's unplug, recharge, reconnect. And that's for your brain. So that's one of that's one of the uh you know ideas that you can do. You know, just take take a couple days out of the week and unplug, recharge, and reconnect. Then the other idea is when you are unplugging and recharging, you know grab a book, get you a good book, or if you're not a reader, because a lot of people are not readers, you know, because they find it boring, then what you can do is find you some really good magazines, you know, to browse through, and, you know, just take your time off of the whole social media world, because really it's social media at this point, that can cause a lot of stress, you know, and not just social media, just the computer, (laughs) You know, so we have to get away from it. Um, grab you a book or a good, you know, a good book or a magazine. Um, and one more idea is to, you know, go and ride your bike or go skate or go in uh, walking in your neighborhood. Like this morning on my way out, I saw so many people in my community that are out early in the morning, like early because it's now seven, like after seven. And when I got out this morning, it was like after 6. So, they're out very early. And they are um, exercising, riding their bikes, walking, walking their dogs. And with no cell phones, if they do have the cell phones, they don't have them on. Because I know some people map their walk or map their run. And they need their phones with them. But they're running. Um, They're walking, you know. They're focused. They're they're focusing their mind on something else. So that's what I mean by, you know, uh, brain exercise. That's to keep your mind uh, being mindfulness of your brain and you know healthiness of your brain. So the other uh, part of your brain of being healthy and us focusing on and uh, which is part of the topic today is meditation. So meditation can be a form of many things. A lot of people say, oh, I can't meditate, you know, because I can't get my mind to stop running. Or I can't, you know, stay focused. Or, you know, um, it just doesn't work for me. I I can't get into it. So you see a lot of people meditating, sitting down, you know. In the meditation squad like Indian style or indigenous style, or whatever, and and then there, I've been. Their eyes are closed, their minds are shut. They have a certain music playing in the back, or they don't at all, because sometimes they may be meditating in nature, and they're just meditating to the sounds of nature. So that's like birds, you know, crickets, uh, frog sounds, water, streams, stuff like that. But To to be honest, you can meditate anywhere at any time. You don't necessarily have to do that. So because I am a certified meditation, um, I want to say instructor, or I don't call myself a coach, but you can say that. But when you're meditating, you can meditate while you're walking. You can meditate while you are doing your walk, but it's where you're walking. So, if you're going to meditate while you're walking, you have to find a quiet place to walk. So, like hiking, you can go through a certain walk path and meditate, and that means you're just focusing on the sound around you, and you're tuning everything else out, meaning your thoughts that's going on in your mind and your brain, and you walk through the path, or you walk through the hiking, you know, area, or... You know wherever in your community that's why a lot of people get up early in the morning and that's when they walk because it's not a lot of noise it's very quiet so you can do that you can meditate while you're driving believe it or not you don't have to have your eyes closed you can put on what we call high frequency music while you're driving that will tune all of the hustle and bustle of your brain and your mind and the thought process going and it'll keep you focused on, you know, emptying out all of that extra, you know, uh, how can I say it? Like when the computer windows, when the when you have your computer open and you're opening up all these windows and then you, you're, you're bouncing from window to window on your computer, that's basically what our brain does. It's opening up all these different windows. So when you are driving... You can, you know, drive in a not-so-traffic area. You know, I I wouldn't recommend to do it during rush hour. I would recommend doing it maybe on a day where it's not so much traffic. So that way, you'll be able to enjoy the ride. You'll be able to enjoy the drive along with the music. No, it's not going to put you to sleep because I know somebody probably saying oh that's gonna make me sleepy I'm driving no it won't put you to sleep it's just gonna put you in a thought process like deep in thought you still can focus because I do it all the time I I normally do a a drive meditation while I am on the road and what I'll do is I'll play high-frequency music. I recommend uh, 528 or 428 or even 938 uh, or just try the different hertz. When you go on YouTube and you look up high-frequency music, there's going to be tons of videos. And then it'll say 528 hertz, which is HZ, or 438 or 938 36 you know they have different hertz but and the and the hertz represents the sound the pitch of the sound me personally I re- I recommend 528 um, because it's it's just a sound wave that keeps your brain from wandering so that's basically what it is so you can do that you can also uh, meditate laying down you don't necessarily like i said you don't necessarily have to uh you know sit you know with your feet in the in the squat position with your with your legs folded and your hands touching your fingers that is the norm but there's so many different ways that you can meditate so laying down what you want to do get you a yoga mat i recommend doing this outside like maybe under the sun wow under the sun right so get your yoga mat lay the yoga lay on the yoga mat under the sun um and maybe under the sun in its highest highest peak in the day and what you're going to do is you're going to you know lay down you're going to put your hands on the side of you and you're going to close your eyes for this one and you're going to do your breathing method what i just showed you before the show started You're going to do that. And you're going to do that like maybe three times. And then after you do that, you just calm yourself down and you listen to the sound around you. That is it. Listen to the sound around you and just clear your thoughts. If you want to focus on uh, a certain, you know, a specific topic or issue or something that is either troubling you or something that is uh stressing you out you want to focus only on that and while you're focusing on that you're going to do your breathing me- me- uh, method because what you're doing is you're breathing it you're releasing it you're releasing that stress out okay so that's another way to uh, to meditate and another way is sitting up in your squat position and you're going to move your head from left, and you're going to breathe, do your breathing method, like you're going to tilt your head to the left, and you're going to do your breathing method, and you're going to do, after you do your breathing method, you're going to tilt your head to the back, do your breathing there, to the right, do your breathing there, and then forward down, do your breathing there, and then back in the center. So, those are some of the ways that you can meditate, you know, just try them, you know, um, It's always good to try something new, especially when it comes to our mind and our uh, brain. These are exercises that we can do to try to give our brain some clarity, our thoughts some some clarity. Now, let's talk about mental health. I'm no expert in mental health. Let me send out that disclaimer because I don't want anybody thinking that I'm a doctor and I said this and I told you to, to do this. No, I'm not. I am... A person who has experienced some form of mental health and I have loved ones that is experiencing mental health as we speak and then I have some associates and some close friends that have also experienced mental health well in the black community we definitely try to avoid mental health issues because we don't think that belongs in our community that's definitely not true our ancestors have been through so much and it just trickled down from generation to generation to generation it never changed it's the cycle never really broke it broke in so many senses because there's a lot of things that or a lot of behaviors that have been broken from our ancestors that have been enslaved and once those uh ancestors were free they ended up trying to live a normal life but once they had kids they just implemented the same abuse to their children and then it just repeated itself so if you're being tortured mentally physically you know sexually financially you there's no way to break that cycle because you don't know a way to break the cycle at that time so when you finally get away from that that's all you know this is what this country doesn't understand you know that's all you know and you having kids you're thinking that's the way you should you know that you're going to raise your kids you know with the beatings and the abuse and the constant uh, antagonizing and the down uh ridiculing and just it's just repeated cycled repeated until eventually someone in the generation, you know, streamlined will break that, would break a part of that, that behavior and that generation curse so that they can pass on a new um, trait to their family members moving forward. So with all of that, you could imagine the mental state that our ancestors were in. And it just trickled down. And it trickled down from generation to generation. And right now we're in 2021. And there are so many people in our generation, in our community, and not just our black community or Afro-Latino community, the world. We're all suffering from some form of mental health. So one of the mental health um, that everyone is familiar with is bipolar. But a lot of people don't talk about borderline personality disorder, which is something that I have come to understand more because I have a a family member that is experiencing this and each time I'm in contact with them, it's just excelling, 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 like it's it's increasing and it's getting, to me, it's getting worse. But the sad part and the hard part is that that person doesn't realize anything is wrong with them. They don't think anything is wrong with them. But you know who they are and you know who they're not. So when you're talking to them, it's like you're talking to several different people, but they don't think anything is wrong with them. Bipolar, and borderline personality disorder are two different things. So let me see if I could quickly give you the definition of the difference based on my research and based on me speaking with the professionals because, again, I said I'm not a professional. So they're saying the difference between bipolar is bipolar have different mood swings for a certain amount of time, a long length of time. So one moment, a person who is diagnosed with bipolar can be happy for about two, three weeks, four months, however long. And then instantly, they'll get depressed. And they don't know why. They'll get depressed. They'll start crying. They're just getting this whole sad, emotional mood. And they'll stay like that for two, three, four weeks or a month then they'll snap out of it and then they'll become normal again they'll start you know wanting to hook up with you go out let's have lunch let's go this let's go that and then it instantly changes after maybe a couple weeks so it's like the mood swings they change for over a course of a period of time with borderline personality disorder it, it doesn't work like that they change instantly every throughout the day they can wake up and they can be excited they can talk to you go to the bathroom come out the bathroom and they are totally different person angry mad, you know upset you know and while you're having a conversation with them they're telling you something uh that you don't know what you're talking about it's your fault that they feel the way they feel or it's your fault they're in the position that that they're in so it's like you're you're talking to different people at the same in the same time of the hour of them waking up, and then later on that day they'll go back to the person they were when they woke up, and then hopefully uh, by the end of the day everything is cool. But then the next morning you don't know who you're going to get, and it is medication for both you know diagnosis for bipolar and for borderline personality disorder and there is a um there is possible for a person to be diagnosed with both borderline personality disorder and bipolar because they can be one mood for a long period of time and then when they get into another mood they end up changing into these different personalities like instantaneously it'll be within one hour the BCD would make you communicate with like three or four different people. Three or four different people. And and, and it's this the things that, that 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 personalities, these personalities say to you. It's like they're so rude and disrespectful. And then you you really can't take it at heart, but you can take it personal because they're talking to you in your face as if you know, you're, you're, you're the child or you're the blame or it's your fault. So it's like they're pointing fingers at you and it's the disrespect that can make you just want to say, you know, I don't care about this disorder that you're going through. I'm about to beat your behind because enough of this, but you have to like come up with a way to not trigger it even more because that's basically what they want you to do. That personality wants you to feed into the trigger that is in, whether it's anger or rage or sad or depressed. They want company, you know. Um, a lot of times, the uh, borderline personality disorder is a form of abandonment. A lot of, of those that are diagnosed with that feels they have a sense of abandonment they, they suffers from that it's a lot of fear to feel like that the person they love or the people they love is going to abandon them so before you abandon me i am going to make you hear me in a way that you may not like it so that you can you can push me away so they don't want you to abandon them. They they have this in their mind that you're going to abandon them, but let me help you abandon me before you do it. I know it doesn't make sense, but that's exactly what that's what they do. So I've experienced it. I see I've seen it. Now, as far from as far as me for mental health issues that I have experienced, it has been with anxiety. And it is going through the change in life called menopause. And menopause can definitely cause cloudy thoughts, You know, uh, not able to concentrate, you have anxiety, you're having panic attacks, you're not really understanding what's going on with your body. You do know something is happening, you do know you're going through the change, but you're not sure what it is because you don't know the symptoms. You know, a woman doesn't go through menopause more than once, she goes one time in her life and it just lasts. Sometimes it, it, it lasts up to, from, from my research, menopause lasts up to 15 years for some women. Some women are getting, and they'll be done with it within five to seven years. But some will last up to 15 years during the menopause uh, cycle. But I've been having, uh, well, I haven't been having anxiety as much as I've had in the last three, four years is when I started experiencing anxiety so for example I'm driving and all of a sudden I start feeling my heart rate like the rhythm of my heart rate started changing and then it started like skipping beats so I'm feeling this and I'm I'm getting nervous and so I started like trying to breathe so I'm driving and it does it again and then it does it again and it sort of continues to do it and now I'm getting nervous because I don't know if I'm having a heart attack or like what is going on and I'm driving so I quickly pulled over and when I pulled over my whole body felt like it was outside of my body like I felt like I saw my body outside of the car while I was pulled over I know it sounds crazy but it's not (laughs) you know and so I didn't know about the breathing method at that moment. So I started panicking. I started sweating. I started breathing really fast. And the next thing you know, I, um, I calmed myself down by stopping breathing so fast. I just instantly thought to just calm myself down and start breathing. Just breathe normal, breathe normal. And then I felt the heart rate slow down. The heart rate slowed down. And it, it got back to normal. So I texted my husband, I texted my family, told them what was going on, told them not to call me because if they called me, it was just going to make me, you know, get more emotional. And then I didn't want to start crying to get the heart rate back to, um, to running really fast or rapidly. So that happened to me maybe like four other times. It happened to me at home. It happened to me out of town and it happened to me uh, two more times while I was in the car and after that happened I started doing the research on it because I did go to the doctor and of course they all told me that nothing was wrong with me that I was going through the change But I felt like they should have given me some type of plan to say, you know, maybe you need to change your food, your diet, what are you drinking, Um, pay attention to the activity that you're doing. It was none of that. It was just, okay, yeah, it's nothing wrong with you. You're going through the change. Everybody's different like all the women, all women are different when they go through the change. So you may be experiencing some of the symptoms and probably a little more. So they asked me what was I experiencing any hot flashes or cold flashes and I told them I am getting cold flashes but not the hot flashes. At that time, I'm getting them now. But at that time, I wasn't getting the hot flashes. I was only getting the cold flashes. So with all of this it was just you know causing me to feel a certain way mentally like I didn't know what was going on with me and with me going to all these specialists I went to a neurologist I had an MRI I had this I had that and everything came you know it come back it comes back no all the tests will come back normal so that was enough to make me start wondering you know us we'll start thinking like oh my god what's wrong what is wrong with me and this that oh do I have brain issues or oh you know I can't drive I can't you know do what I like to do because I'm afraid I'm gonna have a panic attack so you start panicking again but that is another form of the mental health so what I had to do I had to do my research on anxiety do my research on Symptoms during menopause. I had to do my research on panic attacks. I had to do my research on how to avoid anxiety What foods can help anxiety and what foods help triggers? Anxiety like what foods have avoid anxiety and then like I said what foods help triggers What activity should I avoid? What drink should I avoid? So that's what I'm saying. I was expecting the doctor to do and they did not You know, they didn't do any of that. They just told me they didn't even recommend any vitamins. They just told me that I was going through the change. They did the blood work. They did all the different tests and everything came back normal, blah, 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 all that other stuff. But yet when I leave, I had another uh, gut, you know, of anxiety going on as soon as I walked out to uh, the doctor's office. So something is going on. But with me doing my own research and my own uh, sourcing to find out how to handle my body, I was able to contain and control the anxiety. So that's why I ended up taking up a meditation course to become a meditation and mindfulness, you know, uh, instructor, uh, coach, so that I can understand what to do when these things happen. Now I know when I'm about to have an, an um, anxiety. You know, there's really no way um, to say, okay, this is going to make you have anxiety. Now, I can say stress definitely can cause anxiety. Like if you're arguing and you're fussing and you're yelling and you're screaming and you're worried, all of that, you know, anxiety can definitely comes from that. But if you're just driving or you're walking and all of a sudden you start having this butterfly fear in your stomach that has nothing to do with anything then you'll start trying to think about what is happening what is about to happen what did I just do who did I just talk to for me to feel like this so to avoid the anxiety filling up more in your gut don't even pay it any attention just ignore it put on some music with whatever you're doing at that moment put on some high frequency music and take your brain somewhere else that's basically what it is put your brain focus on something else and that's what I've learned to do I've learned to stay hydrated believe it or not if you don't drink enough water water uh being dehydrated can make you depressed which can also cause mental health like not mental health which can also call anxiety mentally let me say it like that And that is a part of mental health. But I didn't want to say that a cause mental health if you don't drink enough water. What it can do, dehydration can cause depression. And all this information I'm telling you is based on my studies from my course as well as experience for myself. And just like uh, my research and the doctors say, the professionals say, everybody's different. So if you're feeling a certain certain way, I recommend you to do your research of your on your own for your own symptoms because our symptoms are always different. So with the with the mental health side of it, make sure you reach out to your loved ones. Um, introvert to me. Uh, introvert is definitely a sign of mental health something is going on if a person is uh constantly to themselves not coming out the room not talking you know like become a recluse something is going on that is a trait of borderline personality disorder as well as bipolar you know so you 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 definitely want to reach out to the person who you feel is showing these uh traits or characteristics and basically all you're doing is you're just talking to them you're not trying to tell them you're not asking them you know what's wrong with you something is wrong you know just ask them like hey how's it going you know uh what you have coming up you know uh what you think about the sports like talk to them about something you think that they may be interested in so that they can have conversation because you really don't know what they're going through so um yeah, so that's what I wanted to get on. I didn't think I would speak this long, but I, I wanted to get on today and talk about that because I think it's very important for us to really talk about these issues, especially in our community. Um um uh, um uh, black African American black Americans or American uh Africans, because that's what I call us, because we are at, we're Americans first. Um We're Americans first and we definitely are descent of African, our African ancestors. So, yeah, but I did want to come on and talk about that because I think it's again, I think it's very important for us to, um, you know, speak about it's nothing wrong with speaking, speaking about it. And and just sharing our, our thoughts on how you're feeling and how you think your loved one may be feeling or get a focus group. And don't feel like you're being judged because a lot of people don't like to talk about it. Because when you say mental health, the first thing people put in mind is, you know, that person is crazy. That person is weird. You know, that's not it. And if you're saying these things to your loved one, stop it. Stop calling them crazy. Stop calling them weird you know because those are trigger words so stop that you know i say that that a person who is going through something they're just unique and they're just trying to figure things out and they just don't know how to and sometimes we need to step outside of our world and go into their world and see what could be causing them to feel like that you just never know you know people deal with a lot of things So, um, but yeah, but so before I go, remember I told you I wanted to do the, um, I wanted to do the meditation, uh, on our way out. So let's do, um, what we're going to do is we're going to do a meditation with our, with our, with our body. So that's going to be with the, with the neck going to the left, to the back, to the right, and then to the forward going down and then back to the center and the the purpose of doing this um the purpose of doing this meditation, this type of meditation is to take all of your stress that you are dealing with or that you are holding in and all your worries and you're going to move them out of your body, okay? So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to you could either sit straight up. Yeah, I don't care, you can stand up, you know. It's this is just simple. And the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna lean we're gonna tilt our head to the left just tilt your head to the left and you're gonna do the breathing method you're gonna breathe through your nose and you're gonna hold it uh, hold your breath for five seconds and then you're gonna exhale but while you're doing this your eyes should be closed because you need to concentrate concentrate on your neck especially if you have like any um, like any soreness in that side of your neck or if you have any issues that you wanna think about that you wanna release. So you're gonna tilt your neck, your head to the left, When you're breathing, hold your breath, count to five, and release. Hold your head straight up again, tilt your head back, like that, okay? So let's do that quick and I'm gonna put some music and we'll start now. Okay. We are going to tilt our head to the left, slowly, close your eyes, breathe through your nose, Ex- inhale, let me say this, inhale through your nose, hold your breath for five counts, five, four, three, two, one, exhale through your mouth. Till your stomach is empty. Hold your head to the back. Tilt your head to the back. Tilt your head to the back. Breathe. Inhale. Inhale through your nose. Push that oxygen in your stomach and hold your breath for five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Release the oxygen out your stomach until it's empty. Tilt your head to the right. Inhale through your nose, hold your breath for five counts, five, four, three, two, one. Release it through your mouth until your stomach is empty. Hold your head forward, tilt your head down. Inhale through your nose. Pushing the oxygen in your stomach. Hold your breath for five counts. Five, four, three, two, one. Release it until your stomach is empty. Take a moment, hold your head up in the center and take a moment and breathe normal is going to get your heart rate back to breathing normal. Okay, beautiful faces. That completes my show for today. I want to thank you all for tuning in once again on Under the Sun with Sunny Morrison. I hope my show helped you or can help someone else. Please be sure to tune in try to tune in as much as possible so that I can get my numbers up because I got to, I have to get consistent with coming on I know it's, it's just really uh, a lot going on with, with my schedule so I'm tr- I try to find time to come on and share some great content with you all but I do appreciate you coming on as much as you do and when you do thank you all continue to have hope and that's helping other people every day and holding on to positive energy have a sunny day beautiful faces